Coach, I appreciate a little bit of time in what is supposed to be a very busy time. Am I right to assume, though, that, frankly, for you and your staff, it's 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 probably not very busy right now. No, it's a uh, <clears throat> it's a very different time for us right now. I can tell you, my daughter and my wife sure wish I was busy because I think I'm driving them crazy being at home <laughs> right now. They're not used to that. Yeah, that's right. Well, and, and how do you deal with it personally? I, I asked um, I asked uh, Coach Leach uh, back on Friday how he was dealing with it personally, and he just flat out told me that this quarantine is a real pain in the four-letter word um actually right. actually three letter. how are you dealing with it yeah it's um i've tried to keep myself busy you know we're, we're trying to figure out what's going on you know from an ncaa side and <clears throat> everything else what's going to happen to our kids and our future roster and then you know i spent the last couple of days calling a lot of our guys about you know classes are starting back up so trying to stay busy i've mm-hmm. uh i've been in my yard a lot more than i've ever been i'm actually um We've been playing a little bit of golf, just trying to social distance and stay out there, but that's kind of closed down now. So it's, um, you know, doing whatever I can to stay busy. Coach uh, Gotro told me on Twitter that he threw his back out at the golf course. So Hey, well, you know what's bad is I, I'm sitting here, and um, I just got back from the doctor because I threw mine out yesterday. No. So he's going to see the same doctor. So <laughs> it's going around here. We must say hey, – we joke everybody else, though. We're the ones who swing hard. So um, <laughs> That's it. But I didn't even do mine on a swing. But we, uh, we've we tried to do something. I mean, there's not a lot going on. So mm-hmm. trying to get out and walk the course and not be around anybody. But um, we're both under right now. So he's actually on his way to see if he can get some help for his back because I went this morning. There you so, go. There you kinda go. Kind of funny. <laughs> it is funny. Well, I hope it works out. Um, <clears throat> Coach, I, I, I want to spend the majority of time kind of looking forward but to begin with, take us back. It's my first chance to get to uh, talk with you since the cancellation. When did the shock really sort of set in? And and as you go back and recap that timeline of what it was like coming home from Biloxi. Well, you know, it, it was kind of strange. You know, we were hearing little things all day long. <clears throat> but for me, about an hour, hour and a half more game time, I usually shut my phone off. And, uh, man, we beat Texas Tech. I mean, there's... 7,000 people there. We're all fired up. And um, Greg Campbell comes up to me and he goes, hey, man, check your phone. I said, everything's gone haywire since this game started. And then that's when it hit me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to go speak with media. We were probably one of the few teams in the country playing at that time. So, man, when we finished, we had, you know, questions from media, questions from everybody. And um, everything went so fast. You know, it went from us, you know, not playing. We were not playing in front of fans and then, not playing for a couple of weeks, then not playing at all, and um, and it's been a roller coaster. I mean, it really has. I feel really bad, you know, as we met with our team like two days later and sent them off. Usually, you have a ending, you know, like it ends and you have exit meetings, and you know, you get to everybody's sad, you know, usually. And and this one was so it's just so awkward, yeah. you know, because we didn't really we didn't know if we were coming back or not. Wanted to make sure the guys were taking care of themselves and needed anything they needed and. Um, you know, we got guys looking at the pro draft. I mean, just this thing went in so many directions. It's been really tough for us to <clears throat> digest. And, and so I've been on the phone and trying to touch base, but, um, you know, just praying, you know, everybody's okay. And we get through this thing as quickly as possible. Sure. Chris Lamonis on your radio. You know, that's the thing you mentioned the phone calls and conference calls and stuff last week. 
I scheduled a lot of interviews on this show with athletics directors, of course, head coach Leach, but we talked to Keith Carter at Ole Miss, John Cohen there at State, Scott Strickland at Florida. And what I noticed in trying to get on all those guys' schedules, coach, including yours, it sounded like there's just this constant stream of meetings and conference calls via phone for all of y'all because right. the the leaders at the top, am I right? Even the leaders at the very top that are, have access to the best information, they don't know what direction any of this is going. No, that's that's all of us. I mean, my kids ask me, I say, guys, I don't know any more than you. I mean, we're in a we're in a wait and see pattern for the most part, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and we're trying to, you know, everybody who's in charge is trying to make the best decisions, but nobody's been through this before. Yeah. I mean, you can look all the way up to the top of our country. I mean, we're just, you know, it's it's a that society we're going through this for the first time and um there's so many unanswered questions for us all and so we can, it's hard for us to make decisions until certain things lay out so it, it's been it's been really tough and a lot of conversations just as our staff or or with other people and other coaches in the league trying to figure out things but eventually the conversation ends well, we just got to see what happens you know and yeah um and that's very true for all of us what can you tell us um, about what you feel or know or just kind of, you know, what message can you give us as fans uh, to this point as of March the 23rd about the possibility that guys might retain that year of eligibility that they lost? And, and I ask that, Coach, because I, I get a lot of those questions on the radio show. Right. I, I, it's hard for me to believe they wouldn't get it back. Like, I, I just mm. don't know. And I know right that day of or something, the NCAA came out with it. I don't know how you, you know, take those actions back. I mean, and, and you know, some people, maybe in other sports, and I'm sure in other sports it is why this comes up, but everybody talks about just getting the senior his year back. Like, that's our sport, and I love my seniors. I'd like to have my seniors back too. But, I mean, we have so many players in our sport who move on professionally, like, I think every, I mean, I don't see why one guy's more important than the other, you know? And right. so, um, there's just so much to lay out there of what could happen because, um, if everybody does have their year back, then you start talking about rosters and scholarships and, mm-hmm. um, this just goes in a lot of different directions. <clears throat> and I just, I hope they take the time to look at baseball as it's, you know, as its own and, and try to make some decisions that way because, um, you know, I could see in some other sports that senior year, but it's it's important to everybody. The seniors have had three normal years. I don't know. Is next year going to be a normal year for us? I don't even know. So I think all the kids in our clubhouse deserve that. I mean, that's the that's the hard part. Sure. And what you're touching on there, I guess, Coach, is, you know, if, if guys are able to come back, which is great. You're right. It's what should happen. Do you go out and do you have a normal signing class and now you've got a ballooned roster which it's really there's no one year fix that would just kind of carry over. I, and I wonder for a lot of schools around the country, but he, really for every school, is there an element of looking at this and going, okay, if football gets canceled, then where's the money going to come from? A, a, am I going right. too far with that, or is that part of it? No, I'm sure that's part of it. I mean, we all know. I mean, it's um, you know, football is a driving force on most of these campuses. So we need to play football and hopefully that's, you know, Mm. like I said earlier, hopefully this is something to run its course like it has in other countries and we can get back to normal life. And 
<clears throat> because they're the revenue generators and, and everything else that, that, that run athletic departments. You know, sure. in some places it could be basketball. I've been in some very heavy basketball schools, but here it's, you know, football. So, yeah. um, that, that's very true. And I think that's where people are scared to put their, you know, cause nobody knows, you know, what, what happens there. So I, I do think that's a, that's a piece I'm hoping, um, you know, like I said, we get back to normal life and get going, but who can read the future right now? Sure. That's right. Yeah. Nobody knows. Um, what's recruiting like right now for you? Well, we're not allowed off the campus and we, we've done a, we've been pretty successful with our classes. So we have a class that's already signed coming. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure we really touch base with those guys and, and, and touch base with them, but also our other classes in college baseball. Now we're, we, we go back a couple of years of recruits, but we're not able to see anybody. We can't give anybody an NLI at this point. So that's kind of slowed down. We're really just trying to wait and see what happens sure. with legislation for our current team. And that'll make a determinate determination on, on the rest of everybody else of, of what they decide. Sure. Um, for you, you know, we all get in these schedules in kind of in these routines and our our internal clock runs by that. And so you began by telling me that your wife and daughter are kind of getting sick of you because you're home. You're not usually home yeah. this time of year. Do you, you know, do you walk out on Friday night like this past Friday night at six o'clock? You walk out in your driveway and you break out in a cold sweat. Are you feeling it kind of emotionally? No. Well, you know, um that first Friday I walked the field when we were supposed to play Arkansas at home, you mm-hmm. know, and I go out, I'll usually go out and go for a walk and I, I walk the field and I'm, you know, and the field is, you know, it always looks beautiful, but for some reason it looks twice as nice right now. And you're sitting there thinking, man, this place is supposed to be packed right now. Yeah. You know, and that was the first time it really hit me and went through. And I told my wife this weekend, you know, Hey, we're supposed to be in Baton Rouge right now. You know, that's, that's the extent of where I take it, you know, but it's, uh, it's tough. I mean, especially when you have a really good team and, and we had, we had had a little struggle early, but we had kind of come out of that We're playing mm-hmm. good baseball. And, um, man, we were excited and we jumped on those buses coming back from Biloxi and we felt like, you know, here we go. And then, and then it just all came to a stall, you yeah. know? So, but, um, yeah, I, I've walked the park a couple of times, you know, yeah. cause our place is so, you know, when, when it's packed, it's, it's such a party. So, sure. um, we definitely miss that. Did I see where a fan went and like hung a uh, sort of like a rest in peace sign out on the outfield fence and left some flowers? And did I see that? <laughs> we did have that at the front gate. Yeah, so we had uh, you know our fans, man, they loved it. It's, it's hard. I mean, it's it's hard for everybody. I, you know, our our alumni, our our players, our coaches, our fans. You know, so I ran into one of our uh, diamond girls. You know, at the at the supermarket and. She was upset. I mean, there's just so many people that are that are a part of this program that it it was just um, you know it's been tough on a lot of people. And in our town, it's one of the big social activities. So yeah, um, as we're all going a little stir crazy, you wish you had something to go and do. Yeah. Um. So if you if the last games that were played, you beat the number two team in the country twice, does that mean you finished as number one? I don't think that we had a couple bad losses in there. So, um, but no, we, we, um, but we were playing better and that's Mm -hmm. where, that's where I was. We were kind of playing like what we expected early. We just, we had a tough week of the season when, you know, when we, we went through and we had JT and then we had, you know, we had a bad loss or two and then we shoot, we had Tanner on the back end of the week, get hurt. Um, and it happens in sports, you know, you're going to go through some of those weeks and 
I just give a lot of our guys credit for fighting through that and, and getting back to it and playing good baseball. Cause when you lose, you know, um, you know, a guy like JT and Tanner, mm-hmm. but you know, and I told our team this, like we miss them on the mound and we miss them in the box, but two of our better competitors, alpha leaders, I mean, just, mm-hmm. I mean, you run JT, get out there. You think you're beating anybody, you know, in terms of, and, and as much of his stuff as his attitude, um, that you love about him. So it was, um, you know, that was a tough week for our whole program, but the guys were able to fight through it and get back out there. And, and man, we were really playing good ball there at the end. Sure. And then the season canceled, and then it's just everybody in scramble mode. Chris Lamonis on your radio right now, head baseball coach, Mississippi State. I still can't get it out of my head, uh, Coach, this storyline of you and Coach Gotro. You go to the golf course to work out your frustrations and both now have bad backs. I mean, that's – yeah, hey, my, hey, you know we were talking. We were probably bad mouthing Coach Gotro too the day the day that I got hurt because I was about five minutes early. I was like, Coach, not gonna be out here for a while. And next thing you know, we're you know we're on the farthest part of the golf course when I hurt myself, so I have to walk all the way back. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, that's a, you talk about trying to keep yourselves busy. So yeah, I, I think that's what it is. We're doing more than we ever do from trying to just keep yourself mentally occupied. Sure. Um, so. It's laid us down up on the couch now for a while. Well, you know, I understand this. I know you do too, but I had to let him know it's also part of getting old. It's like one of my favorite comedians, a guy named Billy Gardell, he said, you know, you're getting old when you can injure yourself sleeping. You know, you wake up one morning, your neck's out of place or something. I think Gotro may be entering our world, Chris. That may be what's happening. Yeah, that's right. I've I've been there. So he's kind of, he's starting to figure it out a little bit, so. Um, but it's things for, he's got two youngins and they're throwing the ball they're hitting every day. I know they're trying to get him. He's probably thrown too much BP in the last week and a half. So (laughs) his guys are, his guys are wearing him out. Hey, uh, on that note, you mentioned youngins. Um, you know, there's so many parents of young kids who wish they could play baseball right now. And, uh, this summer they're wondering, and, you know, you got high school kids listening to you and, and so many people that kind of look up to you coach that are listening right now. During this time for the baseball community, what's your message to them, your advice to them, if you could give them advice? Well, I, I still think you can play this game in your yard, in your house, and you're, you know, doing things that way, keeping yourself acclimated. Uh, you know, I see kids in my neighborhood now, but I also know we have all the little ones on our staff of, you know, just playing catch and, and doing within your group. I know you can't do it with a group of, you know, outside your family or, or whatever it is, but um, it's tough. I mean, I, I'm saying this to my players. I mean, I know they're going a little stir-crazy just not being able to play the game, but I think that's, uh, you know, and, and I really truly believe this, and month, two months, man, it's going to be summertime, and it's going to be baseball time, and, and we'll all be playing again. We, You know, we're hoping to shoot, have a full summer of camps and everything, but we just got to wait and see, and, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully, you know, baseball will be going here before you know it, and the Major League Baseball will be going, and and we'll be back to it. But in the meantime, you know, it's, it's, you know, keep yourself moving, keep yourself, you know, throwing the baseball and even using a brick wall. You know, I, I, I came in and you know, I've seen kids throwing against the brick wall, working on their footwork and everything else. So you can keep yourself, you know, active right now. It's just, you don't have a team of nine. You probably have a team of two. Sure. <laughs> so. Right. And, and six feet apart when the case uh, requires it. That's well, right. uh, one way I'm passing the time, I got about two minutes left, coach, and we've been debating this is I'm watching my favorite baseball movies. And my top five, number five, Mr. Baseball, Tom Selleck goes to Japan. Number four, Bad News Bears, the original. Number three, Sandlot, my eight-year-old daughter loves that one. Number two, Field of Dreams. And number one, 
the natural Roy Hobbs, number nine in the program, number one in your heart, busts out the lights. Any problem with my list? Would you shift them around or did I leave one out? No, I think it's pretty good. Okay. I think it's pretty good. So I always like Major League. I don't know why. So that was, <laughs> that was, you know, I like, you know, you know, Serrano and those guys as yeah. they played. So that's always a good one. But the natural is definitely my one, too. Great. You know, I may have Sandlot, too. Okay. Move it around. But I think that's, uh, you, you have the, you have the best ones in there. But Major League for me is one that I've always, it made me laugh. So. Good. And they, uh, well, actually, they started doing Major League One and Two, and then by the time they got to three, they did it in Charleston, where I was at. So we were able to watch them film it. And I think Coach Foxall worked with it, and we worked with it at our college. So I've always liked Major League. But it was, uh, those are some pretty good ones. Good. Glad you approve of the list. We're going to watch all of them because some of us don't have much else to do right now. Coach, I appreciate some time very, very much. Good to get to talk to you. Hang in there, and we'll be keeping up following Thanks, you on Twitter. You, yeah. Take care. Yeah, you too. Hail State. Hail State. Thank you. That's Chris Lamonis.